You're listening to Being Jim Davis. Eat your heart out, Noblesville. Don't know what that means. Uh, my name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter. And John, you sound even more resigned than usual to be recording this podcast. Yes, I. I well, I resigned my office this morning. Oh, are you not? You're not the comptroller anymore. <laughs> I am no longer the comptroller of Garfield. Man. Listeners, if it you want a to thankless job, mm. so much controlling. Well, I wish you hadn't talked it down because I was just going to say, listeners, if <laughs> if you'd like to be the new comptroller of Garfield, write into, uh, let's say, City Hall at Garfield at City Hall at beingjimdavis dot com, and um, send us your CV, send us uh, a cover letter, and send us at least two references mm. that speak. To your experience and capacity to be the next comptroller of Garfield. <laughs> yeah, exper- uh, five years experience minimum required. Well, I mean, let's not, you know. I feel like we need to get some new blood in there. Shake things yeah. up. Um, so uh, this one's Tuesday, February 16th, 1982. Uh, that is a calendar date. We're mm-hmm. reading a Garfield strip. It is number 1,339. Mm-hmm. A rare strip. Uh, no, it's nothing. It's just it's a rare daily Garfield. What happens in this uh, this thing? A rare, John. There's only one a day. Mm. And think how many minutes of the day there are, and only one of them gets a Garfield. Well, um, that's, that's, that's assuming that... Yeah, okay. Garfield is well known to last only a minute. Uh, John, in today's Garfield, this one is a pithy critique of the free market fundamentalism of the 1980s. Well, I'm excited to, uh, to find out what you mean by that. I, right, I don't, so, I don't uh, care to elaborate. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Uh, okay, three panels. Um, panel one uh, looks like Stan Cowpo to me. There's a bag of cat show to the right of Garfield. Mm, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and John is uh, sort of indicating it with his, his finger. I mean, I guess he's pointing at Garfield. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think he's pointing at the... At the he's meant to be pointing at the, the bag of cat food. Because his dialogue, Chris, his dialogue bubble says, uh-huh. rather than fix your breakfast every day, Garfield, panel one name drop, yeah. I've decided to let you serve yourself. He's indicating that there is a bag of cat food there. Yeah. The bag either contains cat food or uh, notable NPR personality, Cat Chow. <laughs> it's hard that, to tell. Look, honestly, that, from the bag, it's hard to know. Is that is that a real person? Yeah, it's a real person. Cat oh, Chow. She's on. Fantastic. She's an NPR. Sometimes she's. Sometimes she guest hosts on uh, Pop Culture Happy Hour, which is okay. a quality program. John. Okay. Okay. How? I, and I've I've listened to it, so I so I I 
I can. I guess I can confirm that. What you don't listen to the Cat Chow episodes? I'm not. I'm not a what, regular what, what, listener. What do you? What do you, you only I'm listen a, to the Gene Demby episodes? You know what, Chris? There's a lot of fucking media in the world, and sometimes it's hard to listen to all of it. That's all. So, have you tried listening like at 1.5 speed? Oh, I only listen at you 1.5 get through, speed. Get through it faster. Okay. I only listen at one point. Yeah. Being Jim Davis, when I listen to the back episodes, I listen at 2.5 speed. I listen It's the at only thing that makes it bearable. 10 speed. Okay. Um, that mm-hmm. would have been a, a, a pretty funny punchline if, like, panel three, Garfield came out and he was just followed by Cat by NPR personality Cat Chow, who, yeah. in 1982, was probably either very young or not yet born. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing not yet born, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. So, panel two, Garfield has... You might say he's going gung-ho for that cat chow. Uh-huh. He's, uh, he's dove in head head first. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and his, so his butt is sticking out, his his hind legs and his That'll tail. happen. They're all a wiggle. Uh-huh. Uh, John has disappeared. He's just gone. Mm-hmm. Perhaps he, he walked over off off panel a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what's going on in panel two. John, I have um, I have an update on the cat chow issue. Mm-hmm. According to the website www.twitter.com. When did cat chow get born? Well, no, it's not quite that. It's uh, according to a tweet from September 20th, 2019. Mm. Cat chow writes, some news, I'm leaving NPR. Oh. It's hard to leave such a great organization and team like at NPR Code Switch, but it's time for something different. I'll be focusing on my book, other long-form projects, and living in a bag of cat food in a 1982 <laughs> Garfield. Uh, so I was wrong to refer to her as an NPR personality. And I regret the error, John. You also I apologize also, for the error. In, you know, just also, in she spells her first name, first name K-A-T. Yeah, yeah, it's K-A-T. Yeah. yeah. So really, it's kind of... Uh, Jim Davis misspelled yeah. her first it's kind name of insensitive, in this insensitive of him to misspell her name like that. It is. It's, I mean, at the very least, he really was, uh, it's not very force, far-seeing, you know? Mm. So, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you, you going to do? So in the third panel, um, and this is the redrawn third panel that replaces the one in which you find out that it's, that it's NPR personality Cat Chow. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what's going on now? Instead of that, in the updated updated strip that was that was printed, mm-hmm. um, it, it the bag just had food in it, it just cat food, presumably sure. because Garfield has consumed it all. Mm-hmm. Unless he ate NPR host Cat Chow, I don't. God, I, I hope not. Anyway, um, now Garfield has a disgustingly distended belly. Mm-hmm. And John has returned from off screen, and he says, "Maybe that wasn't such a good idea." Yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm too. I wasn't not really listening to you at this point. I'm busy checking out Cat Chow's website, catchow.com. That's fair. It's a pretty standard website, if I'm being honest. So, mm. I feel like I'd like to. I'd like to see some more, um, you know, flash animation or mm-hmm. some, you know, fun game, whatever. Eh, it'll do. Uh, we'll 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 uh, we'll link to it in the show notes. Probably. I mean, it's possible. It's hard to know, John. Are we done? 
Thank you for listening to John. Being as Jim you know, Davis. every Tuesday we reach into the Being Jim Davis mailbag. Thank you and good night. See what you, the listener, have to say. Turn turn the mic over to the listeners, John. In a highly, you know, democratic uh, something. So, okay. Anyway, first step. First first letter. This is from our friend. This is you, um, TV for you, this, the viewer. This is, from, this is from our friend Ryan Pfeiffer, and he uh, he sent this to. Earl at beingjimdavis.com, subject line Sandwich Club. Uh, email reads, Dear Earls of Garfield, this is Ryan Pfeiffer. You may remember me from when I hosted the well-known and critically acclaimed podcast, Being Jim Davis. I was listening to that very same podcast recently, and the two of you were discussing your possible he's, future he's really sandwich podcast. Sandwich Club. Yeah, well, no, he knows how to, you know, you got to you got to set the table prime before the you before you eat the sandwich, John. Yeah. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah, we were so we were discussing Sandwich gotta Club. Spread that Club. mayonnaise before you can Okay. Yeah. Ryan continues. You seemed very enthusiastic about the prospect <laughs> of starting this podcast, but don't have any concrete ideas. It's <laughs> a highly accurate characterization. The only the only development there is that I think we're probably less enthusiastic now. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it's it's, it's, not, it's not a it's not an exciting new concept anymore. Well, John, let, let's see if Ryan Pfeiffer can wet your whistle because okay. he writes, "Allow me to present you with two possibilities. Uh, you could go about this in a very straightforward way, just discussing a new sandwich in every episode, bringing on guests to talk about a sandwich if it's important to them. Uh-huh. Personally, I would love to discuss a Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. That's probably my oh. favorite." Uh-huh. But there's another, more convoluted way you could approach this. Most recently on Being Jim Davis, the discussion of Sandwich Club got entangled with your discussion of the Jay Giles band. <laughs> I think we did discuss. And um, yeah, because we were that, coming up with uh, names, possible names for a Jay Giles cover band. That's right. Chris momentarily threw out the idea of a sandwich cover band. I had forgotten about that and don't know what a sandwich cover band would involve. <laughs> Um, a sandwich cover band. Oh, he okay. He clarifies. A sandwich cover band would, of course, do covers of songs, but change the lyrics to be about sandwiches. Hmm. Now, since this is a podcast and not a band, you would instead be doing covers of different podcasts. Oh, each episode would be a parody of a different podcast, with the topic being centered around sandwiches, or perhaps one sandwich in particular. This would actually make it so that you could have a different title every week while still maintaining the same sandwich club, the name Sandwich Club the entire time. For instance, if you're parodying the Joe Rogan experience, that ex- episode could be titled The, the, the Smoked Joe- Pastrami Experience. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'd like to hear your I'd like to hear your your suggestions as well, John. I assume it was I, I was expecting it to be Joe Hoagie experience. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, we might go with the Joe Hoagie experience. Um, Of course, the first episode would be a parody of your own podcast, Being Jim Davis, and it would be called Being the Earl of Sandwich. So instead of going panel by panel to describe a Garfield strip, you would go layer by layer describing a sandwich. Anyway, that's my pitch. Let me know when you're doing the Thanksgiving episode. Well, obviously, you're going to have to wait for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. About to eat a sandwich right now, actually, Ryan Pfeiffer. Oh, wow. Um, John, oh, what a I'm, tease! He doesn't describe. He the doesn't sandwich? say what kind of sandwich it is. You got to have him on the show, to, John. I'm going to suggest that we table Sandwich Club mm-hmm. for the mo. Well, you got uh, to you got to put it on a table, Chris. How are you going to? 
Okay. Don't you don't got it. You don't got to tell me how to. I'm not, I I don't know about your situation. I currently do not have uh, the available time and bandwidth to record even this podcast, let alone another one. But I definitely think we should do Sandwich Club at some time. Or mm. like if Ryan Pfeiffer wants to do it, we'll post it on the feed. Yeah, that's fair. That's my that's my suggestion, John. And a few other emails here. I'll try and get through. Uh, Robert DeWeese writes to uh, wine sales at beingjimdavis.com. Subject line, episode 1333, dashboard color options. Dear Jim Davis, in the subject episode, you referred to the color of the dashboard in, presumably, John Arbuckle's car as, quote, maroon or some shit. That's true, but the OEM factory interior color options for that make, model, and year are... And then, oh, there's a, a asterisk there. Apparently, the make, model, and year are 1976 Datsun Cherry, which he had to import from the UK. You can tell by the curve of the A-pillars. <laughs> he says that the OEM factory interior color options for that car are Burgundy or some shit, Old Claret or some shit, and Merlot or some shit. Looking forward to podcasting with you anon. Best regards, Fred. Well, you can't podcast anon. I mean, I do vaguely remember that car. Part of part of the the shtick is saying your name. That's fun. Okay. I mean, it's um, not your name necessarily. Um, boy, God, we got a lot of email. Okay, really. So, really quickly, John, mm-hmm. uh, got a great email from Cat of Nine Tails Records to. Fresh bell peppers, you're on the team at beingjimdavis.com. <laughs> Subject line, suddenly realizing the profound futility of life. This is a great visual gag, and I think you'll probably put it in show notes. Okay. I'll, uh, I, I can share That's my screen with you now. a responsibility to put on my shoulders. I mean, check this out, John. Check out this hilarious visual gag. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think you'll definitely put that in show notes. This is um, the... Uh, if listener, if you're too lazy to look at your phone, this is the strip from a week or two ago where John was juggling apples or something, and mm-hmm. then like Garfield whooshed by, and then the, the apples were just apple cores, but he, but they were still being juggled. Yeah. Uh, who, who who did this? Cat and Nine Tails Records, John. Cat and Nine Which Tails I assume Records. means Whoever your brother Danny. Whoever that it could be, anybody. Whoever it could be, could be also um, uh, all manner of people has removed all of the apples and motion lines and stuff. So yeah. it's it's just John with his hands up waving it them around. It looks great. Yeah, he's realizing the futility yeah. of life and then looking shocked and saddened. I think that's I think that's a great one. I'm I'm trying to get through these as quickly as I can. John um Kendall Hallman writes to our friend Kendall Hallman writes to Pronunciacarion at beingjimdavis.com. Subject line Quixotic. Message How do you pronounce Quixotic? John, the Kindle, the correct pronunciation of Quixotic is Quixotic. Mm. I think that's finally. John, whoa, boy, it's been a a lot of of correspondence. Mm -hmm. Finally, we received listener feedback through the website. This is from Kaike Roca. Kaike Roca Lima. Sorry. Kaike Roca Lima via Fireside. Um, 
there's no subject line, and the message, the message text, John reads, "Help me! I'm an artist. I'm in trouble. I discovered a cannibalism restaurant here in Brazil. Now there's an agency of espionage torturing me. My parents were kidnapped. Can you save me, please? I'm suffering." My name is Kaike Roca Lima. John, I'm going to let you field that one. What's... I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. What do I do with that? It's what? just as a listener wrote asking for your help, John. His parents were kidnapped. Or her. I guess it's unclear to me. Um, I mean, this poor... You know, this listener of ours, Kaike Roca Lima, discovered it's... a cannibalism restaurant in Brazil where he or she resides. Looks sound, like a he. The same thing. It's a that, man's name. I mean, that's that sounds awful. Yeah. When and now, as a result, or just as another thing that happened in a string of events, <laughs> there's an agency of espionage torturing him, and his parents were kidnapped. Is this a joke? It's honestly, I'm not sure. It's. I mean, it's it's just listener feedback we received, John. Well, we accept the feedback. Yeah, okay. Well, okay, listeners, if you have any any if you can help with this, you know, want to write to kaikerokalim at gmail.com. And um Yeah, thank you and good night. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows